What I would say is don't look at someone's like step 12 to where you're at. Like just focus on what you can do today. Like literally what what could you do today that you need to do? Mm. And then just do that. And then the next step. And you won't realize how far you're moving when you do that. And that's why I always say it's like just have a quick look behind you every now and then and you'll realize you've actually come a really long way. Welcome to the Powerfully On Purpose podcast. I am Maggie, your host and creative behind this space. This podcast is for those ready to create change in their life, level up their mind, expand their horizons and get clear on what it means to them to live a life powerfully on purpose. Join us weekly for conversations with people living on purpose and I invite you to choose to be inspired after each episode and walk away with the intention to take audacious action towards everything you desire. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Powerfully On Purpose podcast. Today I have the honour of sitting down with Jess. She's incredible. She's a woman's empowerment coach. She has her own podcast where she shares all the stories around relationships with money. She gets incredible guests on herself and what she's doing is insane to watch her growth over the last six or eight months that I've known her is incredible and today being able to sit down with you is just amazing so thank you for spending this time with me oh thank you I'm so happy to be here it's such a pleasure I appreciate that it's been so great as well watching you be on this journey and now we get to share the message together all the listeners listening it's so great great isn't it yeah well let's dive into it yeah great love to start with where it all began for you Okay, cool. Well, yeah, so I grew up in Melbourne and it just was not the life for me. I was really in the party scene with people, toxic relationships, no self-worth, no self-confidence. I did not even see a way out of it at the time. And then I just had an inkling, I, I want to move to Queensland just for the sun, basically. I was going for a big department store at the time and I was so consumed by consumerism through marketing and I loved the business side of things and I was actually distracting myself with work. Mm. And I know like so many people, I was caught up in the work hard, get a promotion, get a pay rise, get a promotion, like climb your way up the ladder, which I did. I started as a Christmas casual, yeah. like through school where I was working at Macca's and it literally started as a Christmas casual job in children's wear. Mm-hmm. And then I worked my way up the company, ended up um, assistant managing the whole beauty department yeah, and young fashion. And it was so great to see that side of the world to go. And then it gave me that sense of power. Like, oh my gosh, I can, I can manage people. I can manage a team of 90 people. What the hell? Okay. I'm way more capable than I thought. Yeah. And I think that was the first spark of maybe I can do more. Mm. And then I had goals to, you know, continue working my way up, but it never felt great. It just felt like I should yeah, like I should, I can, like, it was inside the box totally of what's possible. And yeah, I moved up to Queensland, got a job at a different company and it was the same. <laughs> it was the same, nothing changed. Yeah. And I just couldn't picture the rest of my life like that. And so I've been working with products for a really long time, like business I know business, mm-hmm. like work for like, the billion dollar companies, new strategies, and it was all product based. I remember just being like, all I'm doing is selling lipstick. <laughs> like I was like, it was so for my soul, like destroying. Mm-hmm. 
and I really care about the environment, which I think is stemmed from that. I'm like, I'm just contributing to the plastic, but so bad rather than helping it. I, some people will resonate with that. Like it actually really hurt my heart. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And then I basically was give, gave them an ultimatum to do yoga teacher training mm-hmm. and they didn't give me the time off. So I just quit. Wow. Okay. Great. Yeah. I loved it. It was so bold. I think that was like the bravest moment. And I remember I was reading a book at the time, the four hour work week. Yeah. Such a great mm-hmm. book. And I asked the question, like, what would you do if you would not, if you knew you could not fail? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I would just go. Mm-hmm. And then the question is, okay, so what would you need to do to get back to where you are if everything did go wrong? And I was like, okay, well, I could just get another job. Like, I'm super qualified. I, there's heaps of places on the Gold Coast. Yeah. If I really wanted to, I can just apply for another job and get a job. Okay, great. So my backup plan was sorted. I was like, I may as well try this entirely new way of living and see what happens because it might turn out great. And if it turns out shit, I can just go back to where I am right now. Like, there wasn't really a terrible sort of end. Mm-hmm. So I just did it and loved it. Yeah. And then I went traveling and then I thought, actually, I'm never going back to work ever again. <laughs> I was literally running around saying, I'm retired. I'm like, I'm retired. I've got two investment properties. I don't need to work ever again. Yeah. And I just have always wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. And a really big part of my mission was to help children. Yeah. And so I was trying to figure out how to do that. Like I worked with children for a little bit, did some volunteer work. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the women that are becoming mothers that they will help the children. Yeah. And it's such a big freaking mission and my heart is so in it that I'm like investing every single day of my life into this new way and then I get to make heaps of money doing it while traveling as well. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I just wish people knew how possible it is to step out of that box and take that risk and to do something so out of what they believe is possible to just try it and see what happens because it could turn out a million times better than you thought. Mm. So on that then... To me, that makes so much logical sense. You know, your backup plan, just go get another job yeah. if things don't work out. For some, that might seem a bit out of reach. Like, otherwise, people, more people would do it, right? So what was it that actually helped you make that decision? Like, was there something that changed in your mindset or was it just as simple as black and white, like, this is my backup plan? It was super black and white. Like, I was in so much pain. Okay. Yeah. Like, it sucks. And I think people don't do it because of the fear of failure, Mm -hmm. like the fear of the unknown, the fear of the what if. And so once you get comfortable with the unknown and go, well, actually, everything's unknown. True. (laughs) Don't know anything. (laughs) Like, tomorrow, everything could change. Yeah. So becoming comfortable in that knowing, you can take more chances. And so once I was like, I was already in my mind that I was unhappy. I didn't have any great friends. Mm-hmm. I wasn't where I wanted to be. So I'm like, what's the worst? It can't get worse than this yeah. emotionally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the risk is, would you rather stay where you are or try for the chance of something better? Yeah. That's huge. <laughs> and so true. So what about the people that, you know, agree that it sucks for them right now? And also it doesn't suck enough for them to make change. Yeah. What would you say to that? Some people need to be pushed to the edge before they make any change. Yeah. Which sucks for people <laughs> like us that love helping people. Yeah. And like some people are okay living like that, which is okay if you want. Like not everyone needs to quit their job. 
picked totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's make that clear. Let's make that clear. Please don't all work with your jobs. Like, actually, if you're okay with it and, you know, it's paying the bills and it's not your, you get to go on your festivals and holidays four weeks a year. <laughs> like, but actually, like, some people, it doesn't bother them that much. Yeah. Like, I know my dad, for example, like, he's, he looks at my life as you're always working. And I'm like, I'm always on holiday. Yeah, that's perspective. Hey. Yeah. So he can't separate that like work can be involved in life. Like it's this whole new integration of yeah, technically I'm working every day, but I'm also doing what I want every single day. Yeah. Like to me that's so much better than working eight AM to five PM and then having the evenings off. Yeah, definitely. So I think depends what you like. And if you're comfortable doing what you're doing, stay. If, if there's that inkling that says, no, I'm not at my best, like I feel like there might be more, you can take a few weeks off and try something. Like you can start a hobby on the side. It doesn't need to be as dramatic as what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Like, <laughs> F this, I'm done. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can start it on the weekends. Start one day a week doing something else. Like social media is so great. You could easily start a business or something on social media yeah. while working a full-time job. Mm. That's so true. And that's what a lot of people are doing, right? Yeah. So many friends that just have side hustles at the moment that are eventually going to become something more. Yeah. And just while doing the little motions now of, you know, every night between four and eight, they might be doing something within their networking yeah. business or whatever it might be. So small steps that are going to get them a really long way. Absolutely. And for them, it's not feasible right now to just leave their job. Yeah. And also they're looking at the bigger vision and just starting while they have that small amount of time throughout their week. Exactly. And start small. Yeah. Really all small, relative, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You can just start somewhere. Absolutely. Like I literally started as a Christmas casual, just planting the seeds, like started using social media for starters, like as a presence, posting my journal, my journal, like my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then eventually that leads to now we're doing a whole podcast episode on the stuff that I used to post about in my captions. Yes. Like, so it absolutely can start so small and it's so possible for anybody to scale it over time. It doesn't, it can happen in a year. It can happen in 10 years. I could think there's this video going around that like Oprah was fired at 23, right? Yeah. There are so many people that didn't make it to their forties and fifties. Mm-hmm. So can you do, can you do something today? that plants a seed for something down the line. Yeah. Like no matter how big or small it is. Mm. It's getting that balance between like living now and also remembering that the majority of us will live for a long time. Like yeah. there's that whole you only live once, you know, you're going to live now while you're young, like you're not guaranteed tomorrow, which is true. And the vast majority of us will be guaranteed tomorrow, you know, and it's getting that balance between knowing that right now you don't have to have your shit together. And if you want to in 20 years time, you would start now. Yeah. Yeah, rather than waiting 20 years' time and going, oh, okay, still want to do that thing from when I was 25. Oh, I'll start now. And you have 20 years of your life actually doing the thing that really lights you up. So it's just about taking the chance. Like would you rather look back and think of all your dreams that you wasted or would you rather look back and know that you tried everything? Yeah. And, you know, maybe everything won't work. Like there will be things that potentially don't plan out the way you want. And imagine all the learnings and the lessons and the experiences and all of that that you'll get to have because you just gave it a go. Oh, my God. It's so worth it. Yeah. Like, it's so worth it. Yeah. I think 
as someone that was a perfectionist in the past, mm-hmm. something like that would have just been like, no, it needs to be perfect. Like, yeah. What do you mean? But there is so much learning that happens in every single moment of failure. Mm-hmm. Like it's all lessons. And I know if I'd waited till I thought I was perfect, there was no way I'd be doing what I do now. Like it was so messy at the start and it didn't matter because it's just about showing up mm-hmm. and just practicing for yourself, if not for anybody else. Yeah. For you. That's what life's all about. Yeah. I was like, what do you want? And do that. Exactly. And another thing, like, if it changes in six months, cool. Oh my god. Is it that's the other perfection you know, <laughs> it must be the thing I do for the next four years and so it doesn't have to be that way. No, like you can change tomorrow if you want to. You get to evolve and pivot and yeah, explore all the things and um allow yourself to experience life. Yes. It gets to be. I, yeah. Yeah, I love that you said that. I actually had this conversation with a, a new client of mine yesterday. We were setting her goals. Yeah. And she's like, I can't set my long-term goals because what if they change? Mm. And I was like, that's okay if they change. Yeah. Like actually everything changes. So work towards something. And if you decide to change your mind, that's totally fine. Maybe next year we won't be doing this. Yeah. It's cool because we can make the impact and enjoyed every single second of it. Mm-hmm. Like, And you're moving forward despite whether it's in the direction that you initially wanted or not. Exactly. It's always that moving forward rather than staying still. Totally. Yeah. And you never know what pieces of your puzzle form the later steps. Mm -hmm. Like you'll look back and go, oh, that's why I worked at this job because it's given me these skills to do this. Yeah. How did you, speaking into that, how did you manage the moments that felt really tough during the time, but now you can look back and go, that was all for a higher service? Mm -hmm. It was hard. Yeah. Let's be real. I think there's big what's it called, pink, like, rose-coloured glows on the whole world right now and everyone posts their highlight reels and they don't post the down moments. And I think it's because the on the down moments you want to be quiet and it's internal. Mm-hmm. It's not really like, let's get the camera out and take a selfie now. Yeah. Oh, I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, actually, you want to be with yourself and I think it's really important to be with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, if social media was filled with that, I think it, it kind of dishonours the moment that you need to spend, like, in sacredness with yourself. So in saying that, it was a lot of loving myself and holding myself and letting myself feel all the emotions that I'd never felt before. Yeah. I remember it was like, because I just shoved all my problems under the surface, put a bandaid on top, worked, tried to forget about it. And as soon as I stopped working, all the problems came to the surface and it was like the wound got infected underneath. I was like, oh my God, it's so bad. <laughs> know just journal and meditate and do yoga and like really basic simple things that actually really work yeah yeah <laughs> it's it gets to be so simple right we overcomplicate everything and it can be as simple as getting a book out and just writing what's coming through. oh my god sitting there and actually just being in silence and listening to your thoughts which for some is scary which is the whole reason why it's great yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah meditation's the best meditation yeah Going out in nature. Oh my god! Yeah, just saying. Not seeing meditations. Like you can find therapy in so many little mundane things, and it gets to be a beautiful experience rather than this whole. Oh my god, shit's blowing up. My life is like catastrophizing, catastrophizing right now. It's <laughs> like, yeah, you know, moments like that. I mean, yes, I mean, like that, right? Yeah, so it's just learning the tools and having the support. Like, did you have a lot of support around you during those times or was it just... I actually didn't. And I think yeah. it's because I didn't tell anyone. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't really understand, like, really back then. This is many, many years ago. And now I look back and I'm like, well, actually, that was quite bad. But at the time, it was just to carry on, put your head down, work, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, like, knowing what it feels like to be happy, I can look back and go, wow, that was really bad. I should have told more people. Yeah. And though I did reach out to, like, um, therapists at the time, like, I think when you're at rock bottom, therapy's great. (laughs) They give you the basic, like, survival skills. And so I had that, like, so once a week I would speak to someone and go, okay, yeah, I feel like this. And having that support back to me and being able to speak about things Mm -hmm. was so great. Yeah. And, yeah, where was I going with that? Yeah. Yeah. So your support was more so reaching out to professionals rather than having a community around you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, okay. Yeah. So what would be some advice for people that are in similar boats that are like, like they just have themselves and they're the only ones pulling them through? Oh, my gosh. So although it feels like you're alone, you're never alone. I remember thinking that nobody would possibly understand what I was going through and that my life was the worst (laughs) ever and no one could ever understand. And what happened, I actually joined a course, like a a group, and so I'm joining an eight-week course. And then that was the first time I ever heard people speaking about things that I'd been through. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm not alone. You actually know what I've been through. Yeah. <laughs> and that, so speaking, putting yourself in situations around people with similar interests to you, because you'll find that you have a lot more in common with people than you think. And you don't know that until you speak about it. And that is that vulnerability and actually speaking about what is bothering you, yeah. speaking about your story, even if it's just once, just for someone to go oh yeah my mom was like that too yeah I was like what not all moms are perfect was it like it was a big realization for someone like I kept everything to myself to go wow actually there were so many people that had similar journeys Mm -hmm. yeah there's always people even if they're not going through exactly what you're going through there's relatability in the fact that they might have a mom that also experienced something similar like what you were saying or after they traveled and X, Y, and Z happened to them as well, or they experienced loneliness in times where they were surrounded by people. Like, yeah. There's often things that we believe we're the only people experiencing. And it's interesting that when you start having those conversations, you recognize that they're very common. So it's, it's yeah. about finding the right people or your people and reaching your hand out. Absolutely. Like everyone is there to support you if you let them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And look to people that are where you want to be. Notice what they're doing, the conversation that they have. Ask them questions if you can. And through going, wow, someone ahead of me had a similar journey to me, that gives you so much hope to go, well, if they can do it, so can I. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, let's touch on that for a second because I'm often having conversations with people who do see, whether it's myself or other people, and they go, they're really inspiring and they're really great and amazing and I'm so happy for them, but I could never do that. Yeah. What would be a bit of advice or what would you say to someone who is experiencing that, who is inspired and who would love to do something similar and yet feel that they aren't quite there mm-hmm. to experience it themselves? What I would say is don't look at someone's like step 12 Yes. <laughs> to where you're at. Mm-hmm. Like just focus on what you can do today. Like literally, what what could you do today that you need to do? Mm. And then just do that. Yeah. Don't worry about, oh, my content doesn't look as great. I don't have a website. 
oh my gosh, like I need marketing and I need to know my customer. They also started where you are. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're totally comparing yourself to somebody that's got a whole team behind them that is doing it. Yeah. Like just focus on what you, that very first step and then the next step appears and then the next step. And you won't realize how far you're moving when you do that. And that's why I always say it's like just have a quick look behind you every now and then and you'll realize you've actually come a really long way. Yeah, we can only ever sit, uh, connect the dots backwards, like looking backwards. Yeah, so, yeah you can't, you never know what's going to happen moving forward. Yeah, we know that you can do is just start. It's interesting that you say that as well. Like my business partner, when we first launched our business, the first thing we thought about was what was the business name going to be? Who, like all the things. Do we need to get merch? Do we need to do this? Do we need to do that? Yeah. All these things. That's like, no, we just need to make money. Yes. We need to start helping people to make money. Like that is actually step one. And because yeah. we dragged it out for about two, three weeks. We were like, oh, I think my business name. Yeah. Oh, we can't move forward. And our mentor was like, no, you need to stop for a second and just start yeah. making money. A business isn't a business until we made money, right? And whatever it is, whether it's then it could you could map that across into your health. Like you don't have to know the next 12 months of your health journey. You just need to get yourself to the gym or you just need to go for a walk. You just need to eat better foods or whatever that first step is for you. Look at that and yep. then keep going. Right? So it's it's just it's such a common thing for everyone. Like yeah, just compare other people's step 12, like you said, or step whatever it is. Don't even compare to step three. <laughs> <laughs> Literally start with the first step yeah, and keep moving from there. Absolutely. Yeah. I did. I just said, if you're comparing yourself to someone and you're getting those feelings, like just stop watching them. Yeah. Actually, like my feed, social media, what you're consuming is so important. It's people that inspire you, that make you feel empowered to do it yourself. Yeah. If you're sitting there going, oh, I'm not as good as them, just remove them from your cons- consumption. Yeah. And you'll feel better about yourself. 100%. And sometimes that can feel challenging because it's unknown, you know, like yeah. it's, it's that change that not everyone loves or most people can often relate to the feeling of uneasiness when there's change. Yes. And recognizing, I think you mentioned it earlier, like we're constantly changing. Everything is changing. Like our hair is constantly growing. <laughs> we're constantly evolving. Our skin is like all us, us as ourselves, let alone the business or career or finances or relationships, like us alone, we're constantly changing right. without even recognizing it sometimes. So leaning into the change, embracing it and taking that next step. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lovely quote, like change is the only constant in yes. this whole world. It's so true. Yeah. I don't even know if I've ever heard that quote, but it's oh, really, yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, actually it's the only thing that you can always rely on mm-hmm. is that things are always changing. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. So let's circle back to about now-ish in the last six months. Yeah, because lots has changed for you. And yeah, it sounds like a lot. Uh, you've probably gone through multiple steps. Like yeah. we're talking now 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 steps that you could work about six months ago. What's that journey been like? Um, the word fast just came in. Fast, yeah. Yeah, it all happened really fast. I think I just went all in on the change mm-hmm. in letting go of everything that wasn't serving me. Yeah. Like letting go of all of those old behaviors and thoughts that would keep me stuck mm-hmm. in feeling those thoughts that come in like, oh, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Like, oh, I don't know if I'm good enough for this yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going, if my intuition's telling me to do it, it means do it. It means do it. It means go for it. Like I took a lot of steps that I did not feel ready for. Yeah. And 
like when you're ready for it. Like you get the courage after you do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is the thing about confidence. I'm often um, supporting people with their confidence and it's not confidence that you need in order to start its courage. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, you build confidence through doing things that scare you and that's where a lot of people get a bit scared. It's like they want the confidence but they're unwilling to do the thing that scares them and that's but, what's actually going to create the confidence and once you just do it once, it gets easier yes. and easier and easier. Yeah, so what's been your journey with that, like with finding courage in the things that even though they might seem a little yeah. bit scary, you know that it's the next right step for you. Yeah, and that comes from the self, the self-trust piece, trusting intuition, which I think I built a lot of that troubling, just mm-hmm. fully trusting my intuition. Yeah. And the confidence thing is so big. I want to say something that <laughs> I don't know if I hear people say. Please do. Just pretending to be confident. Yeah. Like I fully faked being confident for the longest time on social media. I'm like, okay, let's make it real. It's so great. And then I was confident. Yeah. And then I got to reflect and go, okay, I actually don't need to be confident anymore. I already am. Mm -hmm. And it came from first embodying it, doing the actions. Just pretend if you don't feel confident. Yeah. Because it's only like confidence is an external perception of you. So if you're pretending to be confident, you're actually just being confident. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, just embodying the state of confidence. Exactly. You mentioned again earlier, find someone who's doing the thing that you want to do. Yeah. um, And obviously not compare you, but like work out what it is that they've done. Yeah. It's the same with confidence. If you see someone who's confident, find out what they're doing. Yeah. And a lot of the time it's just what they're focusing on, their state, their uh, body language, all those kind of things, and yeah, it's simple things. It's, it really is simple things to change totally how to feel confident or look confident, yeah. and therefore embody it eventually. Yeah, it, body language is a really big one. Mm-hmm. I that's so easy. Like, if you are not a confident person, just practice. Like, I feel if you now everyone will notice this. Like, I'm always standing with my shoulders back, head up, like usually a smile. Mm-hmm. It's the like body language of confidence. Like, start embodying that person that you want to be like right now I'm embodying the version of me 10 years from now yeah like it's constantly being acting as if the person you want to become and that's how you become them yeah yeah it's act as if it's not really faking it it's more act as if you're confident and you'll become confident right exactly yeah that's really cool and a great tool for anyone to take because yeah a lot of the time like you do take courageous action to become confident and it can be as simple as just a shift in the way that you're sitting yeah. or standing as well so that it's like incorporating all of that which is super fun just yeah and I think those like feelings of nerves mm-hmm. I started realizing oh that's actually a good sign like every time I do something really scary I mean like I've done a lot of things that are scary <laughs> in the last year and I started to realize that the things that weren't dangerous like there's a total different fear like if it's not safe but like if it's going swimming, like I used to be scared of swimming in water, waterfall things. Like if you can't see the bottom, I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> so that's it. I'm just like, I get that same feeling as that as I would have in the past, like speaking on a public stage. Yeah, It's like that bubbly, oh my God, I don't know how this is going to turn out kind of a feeling. And that feeling is actually your intuition telling you that you're on the verge of greatness, that you're on the verge of something that's going to expand you to that next level. Yeah. And so once you can like go, high feeling cool okay this is gonna be great yeah instead of hiding away from it and going oh i've got a feeling that means i need to sink away and hide like just utilize the nudge yes yeah and embrace the feeling like you said 
we only give it the meaning we believe that it means. Like yeah. that, that fear could be excitement, it could be happiness. Yeah. You can just label it something else and all of a sudden you're like, oh, because your brain doesn't know the difference, right? <laughs> yeah, it only knows what you tell it. It doesn't know right, wrong, truth or false. Like, yeah. So it's just kind of feeling like saying that you're scared, be excited or whatever yeah. it is that you want to reframe it to be, it actually works. It actually works. <laughs> I don't like, know, but yeah. Our, our brains are so malleable is the word that just came through like you can actually be programmed you and I both know we've done a lot of work on the unconscious mind Mm. and like all of your thoughts can change if you make the decision to make them change yeah and so just start choosing different thoughts and I know that sounds big and it's just like actually in those moments when you're scared going oh maybe I'm not scared maybe I'm excited yeah and it's like a super small change that will create a massive impact if you keep doing it. Mm. Like looking yourself in the mirror and giving yourself different affirmations. Yeah. Like at the start I found affirmations super um like I remember I didn't love myself back then. So if I just look in the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself and I didn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, I just can't even say it, like it doesn't feel true. So it started saying things like, Oh, you look um really happy or something like that things that you do believe and then it just gets easier now I can look in the mirror and go oh my god you are so beautiful I love you so much Mm -hmm. and it's just like that working of up to changing the thoughts that happen when you see something yeah it's going back to that first step yeah because again if it's like um jumping out of an airplane and not even going through the whole tutorial of how you're supposed to jump out of an airplane and just flying out and jumping out Oh like that you wouldn't do that right it's no scary. yeah so that's the same kind of with what you're saying it's like that first little step is to just say oh you look happy or you've woken up looking and me like whatever the word is yeah the first word and then eventually you'll create the belief that yes it's true and then yes you'll feel beautiful and then you'll want to say to yourself you, you feel beautiful and it's the little steps and that can look completely different to so many people yeah it's also knowing that that's okay yeah normal as some would say like to just take that first step rather than the 12th yeah yeah so it's coming back to that I also love the idea of um first thing in the morning is looking in the mirror and actually acknowledging yourself you're there because mm. I talk to so many people who you know brush their teeth or get ready in the morning they don't actually look at themselves no. like, in a in a way that they're really looking at themselves they're like oh yeah I'm getting ready put my makeup on doing my hair whatever it might be but they don't acknowledge the fact that they are beautiful they don't acknowledge the fact that they're even there and again like Say hi to yourself, smile at yourself, you know, whatever it is that's going to brighten your day. Yeah. It can change so much for you. It's really cool. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. Like so many people walk around unconscious of like, like lovely, like looking but not seeing. Yes. Yeah. They're always looking but un, like not acknowledging what it is that's in front of them, which is themselves. Yeah. And there's so much to be grateful about in our beautiful bodies mm-hmm. and what we can create, what we're capable of and like, yeah, if you can't see it, start with what you can see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Launching that. chat. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your business then. My business. Yeah. I help entrepreneurs, people that are starting up their businesses that want to expand their business and some people that have that idea but haven't actually done anything. Mm-hmm. And it's working on that relationship with self, that relationship with money, improving what you can do. And also I'm such a big fan of systems so it's like making sure you have the systems in place to match the energetic capacity that you're bringing in yeah hate systems <laughs> so many people talk about and i know that i get to work on that <laughs> um that's amazing because relationships is what life is all about i'm necessarily like 
you, whether it's your business, whether it's yourself, whether it's finances, it's a relationship that's involved in creating an abundance of that abundance of that. Yeah. Um, so talk me into relationship with money, what you often see in and help people through and how like maybe a couple of things that anyone that's listening would be able to take away and help for themselves then get a better idea of what their current relationship is with money. Yeah, true. So what I hear so much of and it's super normal. So like this is true for anyone, it's so okay. Like that ignorance or like I'm just going to ignore it mm-hmm. and pretend it's fine. Or people that act in abundance but they're just spending all their money and they don't know where their money's going yeah and it's a lot harder now to save for houses and stuff as it was back then like i've just seen statistics like houses are 10 times more expensive than they were 50 years ago but the incomes only increased like four percent oh wow so it's so much harder to catch to save for something than it was back then Mm -hmm. completely like realistically it is doesn't mean it's impossible but we're not taught the strategy behind how to do it yeah like so it's changing that fear or i can't do it to making it possible mm-hmm. which i think many people don't don't do like it's not considered fun and we're not taught about it in school and i think because school is so monotonous mm-hmm. people like as you said people hate systems i don't want to do their budgets i don't want to look yeah. at the money and you're like money is energy yeah. and yeah we can put a frequency we play with manifesting like you can bring in and create anything that you want. Mm-hmm. And if you're ignoring it and you're avoiding it, you're instantly blocking the energy from coming to you. Sure, yeah. So it's like creating the space for it to come, creating that relationship of opening for it to come, mm-hmm. which is like anyone that's worked with me knows it's such a balance of I actually see like 50-50 of cool, making sure you have the systems to support it and are you energetically open and manifesting and visualizing and bringing everything in because both are just as real and as important as each other. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it's that yeah, financial illiteracy, like making people feel educated and empowered to know that, oh, actually I can. Like one of my, yeah, she thought she had no money, yeah. like constant, couldn't even like picture how she could pay me. And then as soon as we actually sat down, she did like my program and she said, oh, actually I can do this and I can also do this and I can also do this. And so it immediately brings more power. Yeah, and awareness as yeah. well to what actually is available to you. Totally. Systems are great. <laughs> I, I will admit that. And then just not a huge fan <laughs> of the action of taking the system yeah. and putting it through. But that's really cool that you can have those conversations with people and allow them to recognize that they are empowered in their money story yeah. or whatever it was. I remember my first experience with even knowing that we, I had a relationship with money. Like, mm-hmm. Until I actually got into business, I was like, what are you talking about? That's not true. You know, like I was very like, no way. And I was like, oh, okay, like the things we were taught growing up, whether it was like money doesn't buy happiness, yeah, it doesn't grow on trees, like all the stories that your parents might have had around money or the way that they talked about money. Yeah. Your programs you. Like, totally. Like you need to work really hard for money. Yeah. Yeah, money's hard to get. Like all of the stories that were like, oh, it must be true. Yeah, and we take it on because it's like through either imprinting or modeling stages, like it's just, it's human behavior. That's how it works. Yeah. And it's flu. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not though. I'm pretty sure that it's a reflection of saying, anyway, I've another <laughs> off topic. That's so off topic. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's recognizing that, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's recognizing that um, 
it's true for starters you have to be aware of it and that now it's your responsibility to make the change yeah like it's not your fault that those are the programs that were created it is your responsibility to change it if you're unhappy with your situation yeah yeah and this is like big things like going from the victim to the victor and going this is my life yeah and i want to make more money exactly. and so you should absolutely everyone is in, is capable and entitled to it if they want it yeah everyone deserves to be rich yeah like actually there is an abundance of money like it it never ends mm. like everyone could be millionaires and we'd still be okay yeah like actually <laughs> and during covid they printed like two-thirds of the amount of money that we currently have <laughs> like actually so there's more money than there's ever been in the world and you know what i act like money is now actually just numbers on the screen yes like if we be real they're just numbers yeah. on the screen there is that's the early value that we've attached to them it's just energy behind it yeah it's the exchange yeah. and what them say is the exchange like back in the day it was like i'll give you two sheep for my two daughters <laughs> that was how they traded things back in the day but that's it was like actual physical yeah means rather than a, a note or yeah. a dollar on a screen it was tangible things yeah that traded and all of a sudden we were like we're going to bring in money yeah and then it's going to hold all this power over people and we're already abundant. Like if I look around my room, uh, around this room right now, the amount of money or dollar value on everything in here is just crazy. Yeah, and we f- forget to recognize that sometimes because we look at our bank account and it's like twenty bucks. Okay, what about everything else you have in your life? I know cars, the bed, home. If you're fortunate to obviously have all those things, it's money is more than just the dollar figure. More than yeah, the bank I mean. Purse. like yeah. what is money providing you Which, like how is money there for you yeah like well if we look at it like a relationship mm-hmm. how has money supported you to get to where you are right now yeah like yeah not everyone is privileged but in australia majority of people are at yeah. least on the east coast and you know not so much central mm-hmm. we do most everyone does have a car mm-hmm. nice things nice clothes gets their hair done yeah. like there is so much that money does to support you that that people don't recognize Mm -hmm. and they fall into lack of oh but i don't have this thing that i want actually yeah look around and see whatever everything you do have and then that bring that's bringing that feeling of abundance in Mm -hmm. yeah and so that's why like i always speak into is like creating that feeling of abundance now while you're creating even more abundance for the future yes yeah that's important often forgotten and recognized a lot i also heard a statistic that if you're in australia you're in the top five percent something well, privilege and wealth which don't so, doubt that yeah like we're so we are so privileged and i think when i started doing this work is the more that i truly realized that yeah like the fact that most people can afford to have a house or at least rent mm-hmm. and rent's quite expensive you know like if yeah. you're renting you are freaking like very really well off yes. <laughs> yeah 100 percent. especially at the moment apparently there's a crisis going on Depends who you talk to, uh, obviously. Um, but yeah, if you're able to live in a home, whether it's yours or renting, yeah. that in itself is a privilege. Yeah. yeah. So it's perception, basically. How you look at your life, what you've got, what yeah. you've had, all the things, and recognizing that you've created all of that so you can create more. Yeah. As well. 
Absolutely. And it's just, I just wanted, like what you said before, it's like no one's coming to save you if you don't love where you are. Yeah. Like you were the only one that can take the steps to create that goal you want in the future. Like if you want to save up for a house, a holiday, a car, whatever, whatever the hell you want and you don't have it, to like live in that state of, oh, I don't have it, so well, it's too hard. No one's going to come and get it for you. (laughs) You need to start today to make the steps to create it. Otherwise, you're just going to currently constantly sit in that lack. The lack. Yeah. And it's what you're focusing on. Like, are you focusing on what you don't have? Are you focusing on what you want as well? And um, something else came to my mind just then. Or back onto like people aren't coming to save you. It's one of the hardest things I've personally had to experience with coaching and mentoring is wanting to help everyone yeah. and recognizing not everyone wants help and being okay with that. Totally. And moving on to the people that do want help because there's so many people out there searching for the answers. And like there'll be people listening to this now going, I know I could be doing X, Y, Z and helping people when there's that scarcity in taking the step and doing it. And then if there is that inkling of wanting to serve people, stepping away from it and taking yourself out of the picture and going, okay, this isn't actually just about me. It's about people that I get to serve. Yeah. That is what actually drives me a lot of the time when I can't be bothered. Yeah. There's days I'll wake up and I'm like, I'm actually really tired and I just want a day off and I remember what I'm doing this for. And that gives me energy and yeah. off I'm going again. So it's recognizing that, yes, you get to find the courage to take the step so that you can do what you it said do what you say you want to do, which is yeah. help and help and impact and all of those things as well. Yeah, is a great reminder. Yeah, yeah, and it's so clear on your why, mm-hmm. like the fact that you are clear on your why. That goes. There are going to be days that you don't want to do it. It's yeah, we don't want to do something every single day, and it's just going. Actually, my purpose is so much bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Like it's so much bigger than me. All I have to do is post a couple of videos today. I can do that because that's my mission. I'm going to help people. Yeah. Yeah. And that becomes more powerful than the, oh, I just like laying on the couch all day. <laughs> yeah. It's having those few things every day that even if you don't like climb mountaintops for the day, you've done the necessary things in order to keep serving and helping. Oh my gosh. And then that in itself will be like, okay, cool. You can go relax, go sit at the beach, go do the things and also prioritize those daily anyway. But if it ends up being a full day of not doing much except the three things that you must do every day to keep moving forward, then great. Yes. As well, like a lot of people out there are really hard on themselves and feel like they need to have eight hours a day to achieve all the things. And it's like if you're just doing what you need to do to keep moving, that's yeah. amazing. I love that you brought that up because I was totally one of those people in the past that yeah. like has such a high, I feel like when you have such a high perception of what is, a good achievement for the day you neglect all the little things that you've done mm-hmm. like what are you doing on a small scale that is actually a lot of work like have you been researching content did you save a few sounds or something like it can be anything so small but we totally don't even look at that as something yeah because it's not on the list so we didn't do anything today it counts you didn't count i wasn't on the list so I, I didn't do my list and then we're so focused on but my list says this 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 and i didn't get anything done so i'm a failure mm-hmm. and today sucked and so just putting that aside and looking at the small things like, yeah, I went outside today. I really let myself be human today. I went for a walk. Yes. I, oh, I messaged these many people today. Like whatever it is that you did do, mm-hmm. can you bring can you bring like gratitude to that? Can you be proud of yourself for that? Mm. 
Yeah, circling back to what we spoke about earlier about taking that one step. Like for some people, that one step is actually just making their bed. Yeah, you know, and that's okay. I remember a couple of years ago, I never used to make my bed. It was just so hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's a challenge for me. From where I was, it was life and yeah. natural. I do yep. it. Recognizing if that's where you're at, that's where you're at. Yep. Make your bed, and then tomorrow do something more. Yeah, and the next day do something more. Um, so it's just continuing and being kind to yourself. And still pushing yourself at the same time and recognizing when you are just being shit and choosing poor choices and when it is that you actually do need to rest yeah, and to recover and to give yourself the space to be a human. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we forget that we're actually just humans mm-hmm. here to live this beautiful existence. Yeah. And at the same time as doing that, you can just do one thing towards where you want to go. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do like the 10 things that you see everyone else doing. Just do one at a time. And as you said, it gets incremental. Yeah. Like when that gets easy, then you'll be able to easily add a second thing on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Build it up. Build it up. Build it up until it's at a place where it's comfortable and then continue building. Yeah. Continue building. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Essentially. Yeah. Just keep zooming. <laughs> <laughs> Um, amazing. Well, is there any advice that you'd give to your younger self? If you, I don't know, go back, but if you um, go back, what's one piece of advice? Little Jess. Oh, it just came through. I would just tell her that one day you'll realize how beautiful you are. Mm. Like one day you'll realize how much you can do and to just not be so stuck on People's perceptions of you. Mm. Yeah, it's none of your business, right? No. Other people's perception is <laughs> none of your business. It's not. And when you believe in yourself, that's when everything changes. Mm. Okay, before I wrap this up then, what is a tip that you'd give to someone who is struggling to believe in themselves right now? What's one thing that they might be able to do? Mm. That's a great question. <laughs> if you're struggling to believe in yourself, mm-hmm. I think it actually all comes back to self-love. Mm-hmm. Like, can you come back to your heart? Yeah. And can you just be slow with yourself? And can you like write a list of all of your achievements that you've done in your whole life? Yes. Like everything. Write down everything that you've achieved that you wanted to mm-hmm. and start focusing on the things that you have done. Yeah. Mm, I love that you've mentioned that. Every single one of my clients that I work with has a win journal. Yeah. And it's just like whether it's daily or weekly, they put in their wins, yeah. big or small, and they just keep track of it because it's on the days where you don't believe in yourself where you can go back and look at it and go, it's amazing. Yes. Look at all the things that I've done in the past. Yeah. You know, sometimes we don't acknowledge the things that we really should acknowledge and that we are amazing and yeah, that. Yeah. Because we all are. Yeah. Like, everyone is amazing. Yeah. And in a way, yes, that is. Yay. Yay. Okay. (laughs) So where can everyone connect with you? Instagram's totally best. I love the DM. Jessica Marie Massion. All links to all of my stuff is through there. And if you want to chat, drop in. Right. Amazing. And your podcast. We haven't really touched on it. However, I want to hear more from you in regards to that. What's it called? It's called Money Love Affair with Jessica Massion, the podcast. So you can search it up on all of the platforms so spotify apple play whatever it is whatever they're called and yeah don't need to know all your stuff to run a business it's true i just select all of the platforms and i'm like great it's on every single platform that exists yeah great so yeah and 
lot weekly episodes. Mm-hmm. So much content for free available on yeah. Instagram and stuff. We'd love for everyone to see and kind of, yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything in the last words you'd like to share? Are you happy to wrap up? I'm just, yeah, I'm happy. To, I'm super grateful to be on and having this chat. Like, I love the impact that you're creating and I'm so honoured to be a guest yeah. and to share the messages that we've learned together mm-hmm. or individually and share them together. Yeah, amazing. Thank you for jumping on. This chat has been amazing <laughs> and I'm excited to listen back to it because there was a big bomb was dropped in there that I'm like, oh, I can take that. Yes. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. Really? <laughs> Thanks, Hayden.